Good morning. The $6.3 million lawsuit against Sheriff Mike Chapman and the Board of Supervisors is going away. For Friday the 13th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. A federal judge has dismissed the $6.3 million wrongful termination lawsuit against Sheriff Michael Chapman and the county. Former Detective Mark McCaffrey filed the lawsuit after he was fired for supporting a different candidate in the Republican primary for sheriff, arguing his freedom of expression had been violated. His attorney, Robert Sincar, was trying to overcome years of court precedent, giving elected sheriffs broad authority to fire their deputies, including for political reasons. The court has found that when government employees in policymaking positions have a political disagreement with their elected leader, it can interfere with their ability to do their job and their protections against politically motivated firings are moot. Because sheriff's deputies operate autonomously, the court has found sheriff's deputies are effectively making policy with their decisions. Mr. McCaffrey was one of a handful of employees not re-sworn at the beginning of the sheriff's second term in 2015. At the time, he was the lead investigator in the ongoing case of Braulio M. Castillo, one of Loudon's most high-profile murder cases in recent years, which caused some consternation among the prosecutors in the case. He was subsequently hired by Commonwealth's attorney Jim Plowman to see out Mr. Castillo's case, which ended in conviction. Mr. McCaffrey's attorney argued that Mr. McCaffrey was relatively low-ranking in a department of more than 600 people and was not in a policymaking position. The lawsuit also alleged a great number of other bad practices in the department, from mismanaging the budget to awarding contracts to or hiring campaign contributors to protecting friends from law enforcement to poor morale among officers. At the time, Sheriff Chapman released a statement calling that, quote, a reprised chronicle of false allegations, conjecture, innuendo, and or grossly exaggerated stories designed to smear me, our staff, and the honor and integrity of the entire Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, end quote. Judge Anthony Tranga found that the same protections for sheriffs that other courts have staked out also apply in this case. He found that Mr. McCaffrey is in a policymaking position, and he agreed to a motion to dismiss the case. Sheriff Chapman said the judgment speaks for itself. In his words, I'm happy with the outcome, I'm happy that the judicial process worked, and that it reaffirmed the constitutional authority of sheriffs in Virginia, end quote. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, county supervisors have unanimously approved a new rule 
that will let the county government go after unsightly and unsafe properties, what we call blighted properties. Up to now, blighted properties in Loudoun were governed by the state building code, which only requires property owners to take action on structures that are dangerous to the health, safety, and welfare of the occupants of the structure or the public that contain unsafe equipment or that are, quote, so damaged, decayed, dilapidated, structurally unsafe, or of such faulty construction or unstable foundation that partial or complete collapse is likely, end quote, quoting there from state code. And even then, all the owner has to do is board up the doors and windows. But the new blight law gives the county authority to clean up a property and place a lien against it to recoup those expenses. The county defines a blighted property as any individual commercial, industrial, or residential structure or improvement that endangers the public's health, safety, or welfare because the structure or improvement upon the property is dilapidated, deteriorated, or violates minimum health and safety standards. It also has to be vacant and unfit for human occupancy. There are also exceptions to that carved out for farm and historic structures. County Chair Phyllis Randall said this is also a safety issue. She said, for one thing, often the graffiti on these buildings is actually tagging from gangs, something she's seen before in her work in the uh, mental health in the prisons. And leaving up that graffiti lets the gangs communicate and tells them that this might be a good place to meet. And if a fire starts in one of those buildings, of course, firefighters have to go into a building that might be structurally unsound. You don't like a burning building to come down around your ears. Anyway, the county already has a number of buildings in mind. Loudoun's newest elementary school has its first principal. Anne Hines, now the principal of Rosa Lee Carter Elementary School, will serve as Goshen Post Elementary School's first principal. The school is under construction on a site next to John Champ High School near Aldi and is scheduled to open next August. She's been principal at Rosa Lee Carter since 2014. Before that, she taught in Charleston, West Virginia, and has worked as a teacher and assistant principal here in Loudoun. She starts a new job November 15th. Good luck to you. And the process to redraw the attendance boundaries to prepare for the opening of Goshen Post Elementary starts Monday evening at 6.30 p.m., so get ready for the fun. And if you're in the market for a prime piece of real estate in Leesburg, grab the golf cart. The 142-acre West Park Golf Club property off South King Street is up for sale. The property used to be the site of a 144-room hotel, which closed in the late 1980s and was later demolished. Now, there's an 18-hole public golf course, driving range, and a clubhouse with a pro shop. Most of the property is zoned for low-density residential development, with one 8-acre parcel zoned for commercial use. If it was developed under buy-right zoning, the property could accommodate up to 27 estate-sized residential lots. Permitted commercial uses would include up to a 247-room hotel, a corporate campus or training facility, an assisted living facility, or a retail center under 100,000 square feet. Chris Reynolds, the listing agent for the property, said the owner, Leesburg West Park Hotel Associates, is hoping to sell the land to one buyer rather than divide it up. It could be difficult to develop some parts of the property because of the stream running through the middle of it, but Mr. Reynolds said it's likely a future landowner would want to preserve some open space and trees there. He said there's been strong interest from prospective buyers both regionally and nationally. The asking price has not been disclosed, but the county assesses the fair market value of the three sections of the property together at just over $3.1 million. In the meantime, the West Park Golf Club is still open for business, and good luck to all you folks living in the Leesburg Country Club neighborhood. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's calendar, tonight's the Friday the 13th release party at Old Ox Brewery. Could there be a better date for the Oxorcist barrel-aged release and a scary movie night? Go by at 6 p.m. to watch The Exorcist and Friday the 13th and have some of their barrel-aged Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Man, I might have to change my plans tonight. Oh yeah, and John Coker and Patrick Fritz will be playing live jazz at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn at 6 p.m. It's Food Truck Friday, and this week they've got a Hawaiian food truck. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, and have a great day. Have a great day.